0: you're listening to highlights of an episode of the creative process to listen to the full interview and learn more about the creative process please visit www.creativeprocess.info princess books the very fairy princess series was very much inspired by my daughter Uh, uh, growing up my daughter was uh, she had some physical challenges but she was completely um, confident in her, in her beauty, in her um, authenticity of, of personality and in herself, and uh, she would only ever wear pink and purple and dresses, and she was a different character every day, and she would, you know, one day a princess, another day a fairy, and she became the inspiration for us for this character in our series, uh, The Very Fairy Princess, which we really wanted to write a, a series, having written this you know dump truck series which was very boy centric we wanted to write something that was empowering for for girls and not just pretty princesses but um but girls you know celebrating their individuality and their authenticity even in the face of challenges and that's really the heart behind that series the process um of sort of peeling away the layers of the emotional onion so to speak and telling a life story really does um give you a window into someone's soul and someone's life journey and for me it's it's a very moving experience to see you know how she navigated these periods in her life and and these opportunities and these challenges and you know uh, she obviously she was enormously fortunate and she had tremendous success very early on but she also uh, dealt with tremendous challenges she you know she grew up during the and she, was, uh, she had very little education because uh, she was both taken out of school because of the war and also because she was uh, working from the age of 12 onwards to help oh, yeah. support her family. And, you know, as a result, um, there have been lots of challenges along the way in her life, and I think what I've come to appreciate most working with her is, is uh, her resilience, you know, how yeah, she has managed to maintain this incredible optimism Mm-hmm. even even in later life, you know, dealing with such challenges as losing her voice, um, you know, she's reinvented herself time and time again, and that's a real source of inspiration and, and a privilege and an honor to um, to help bring that story to life. I, I mean, I find it's fascinating, because in the first book that we did together, that we collaborated on, um, I wasn't born at the time of those stories, and so uh, that book ends with my birth, and so, of course, i was really just interpreting her experiences and her stories With this book begins when i'm a, an infant mm-hmm. and over the course of three decades of course i'm there experiencing everything with her and it's fascinating now to me to although i I'm, I'm familiar obviously with all the events that happened um you know my perspective when i was a child was that she was an adult and she absolutely was in control and knew what she was doing and making conscious decisions and choices and so forth. And what I, of course, know now is that she was a young woman who was often felt confused or frightened or unprepared or, you know, any of the things that we all feel in our Mm -hmm. journeys to adulthood. And uh, it's, you know, it's very interesting to suddenly see your, your parents as vulnerable human beings. On a life journey, just as we are. There's two other things I think that are really critically important that make theater so so valuable. Mm-hmm. And um, one is that it demands that you, as the audience, engage with your imagination. So yes. when you're watching a film or when you're watching a television show, you know that has been shot in real places, and uh, you know you're you're basically just sitting back and mm-hmm. and it's being presented to you, and mm-hmm. it, you get it lost in in the story, hopefully, and in the imagery, but it's very realistic and you don't have to do much except receive. In a theater, you have to suspend your disbelief. You Mm -hmm. have to go into a theater and say, I'm willing to believe for the next two hours, you know, that this is not a theater and these people are not actors, and that that's not a set, that's a real place, Mm -hmm. and this is something, you know, I'm going to imagine what's on the fourth wall between the set and the audience you know and uh, i'm going to engage with my imagination Mm. and participate in this kind of wonderful suspension of disbelief to take a journey a creative journey and that is a a experience that is really unique to theater and in the end what it does is by sharing that experience with the other audience members around you at that time it creates a kind of communion experience and um Mm. i just by way of example uh we were pre- we were at bay street we were presenting um a new comedy um starring alec baldwin actually but it was mm-hmm. a brand new comedy that no one had ever seen before and it was due to open um the first preview on uh september 12th which was day after 9-11 wow. uh, when it actually you know they actually took place mm-hmm. and uh we had to, we had a real dilemma. We didn't know whether, first of all, we didn't know if it was disrespectful to continue to do this, you know, to be performing this sort of seemingly lighthearted comedy in the face of this tremendous national tragedy. Right. And then we also didn't know if anybody would come. You know, people were so completely glued to the news and to their televisions. And, um, you know, it was just an astonishing moment. And in the end, we made the decision Um, that not to go forward with the production was in a sense to surrender and to let them win so to speak and so we decided to proceed and the theater was packed packed to the rafters that night and after the performance no one wanted to leave the building they they lingered in the lobby and they wanted to commune and talk and continue laughing and it's a refuge yeah, it was a refuge, and it was an escape, and it was an opportunity to commune with one another. Yeah, right, they felt so disconnected, yeah. That's right. What can we do to better, um, you know, encourage or include creativity and, and the arts in our education system? I wonder, you know... Well, the, this is the great challenge, of mm-hmm. course, because uh, lately, in recent years, particularly in, in, the, in America, um, you know, the arts are the first things to go on the cutting block Um, with our focus on stem in recent years you know the arts have really uh, taken a hit and um i am beginning to see that shifting now thankfully stem seems to be turning towards steam now Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah exactly you know we're definitely seeing that coming back but um depending on certain administrations and you know um controls and things like that the arts get either more or less support and, and exposure in the education system. I think, you know, the, the important thing is if, for example, if you don't have a strong arts program in the school where, that you attend or where your children go, there are ways to advocate and there are ways to bring the arts into the school that don't necessarily have to be you know uh, created and managed by the school so right. um you can advocate there's a wonderful um, arts advocacy organization uh, here called americans for the arts right. um and they provide a phenomenal toolkit for advocacy where you can go online and and they'll say you know here are the questions to ask your principal or your superintendent and here are the programs that you can suggest and here are the steps you can take. And it's everything from bringing a visiting artist in to speak to the kids uh, to, you know, taking the kids out on a field trip to some place where they can experience the arts to, you know, canvassing the parent population to see if there's anybody within the school community who can come in and offer a program or right. provide something. You know, it doesn't... It doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be, well, my school doesn't have an arts program, so I'm just out of luck, you know, if, if we as parents and uh, as students advocate for other ways to, to bring the arts into our program. Want to get involved in exhibitions or interviews? Email us at team at creativeprocess.info.